we are Siamese if you don't, please. Testing. Testicles. Testicles. Testicles one, two, three. We are live. Episode 31. With Lex and Mr. Lewis. Yeah, remember remember it was 30 last week. Was that 30? We were like the big 3-0, because I thought we were 29. Alright. But we were older than we knew. Yeah. As if. I know. Get your microphone close to your face. Who put put it in your face? In the face. Look how I am. Look how close mine is to my face and mouth. And look where yours is. Yours is talking to your chin. <laughs> you long bodied weirdo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There we go. I think that's about right. Yeah. Yours is considerably higher than mine. Look, if you look on the oh you can't see it. But yeah, look. Yeah. Why is my torso so long? I don't know why your torso is so long. And hairless. Mm-hmm. Designed for swimming, like a dolphin. Mm. If your feet were massive. They are. You're clearly designed to be in the water. But should, no, they have like they do have long torsos, but they're tall as well, aren't they? They're all swimmers, like. Do you have a massive oil-filled gallbladder? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So, so you're a whale. I am. <laughs> you caught me. You caught me. Ah, oh, lovely. It's another week in the books, pretty much. Mm. How's your week been? It's been all right. You know, after last week, I had a lot of people messaging me, like um, probably the most, actually almost definitely the most amount of messages I've received um, after doing um, doing a podcast. Yeah. I got tons. Yeah. Um, Not about which, me, just to say thanks to you. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. Just people saying, yeah, mo- like everything we got um, was just people saying thank you. Some other people told me about some stuff that had happened to them recently as well. Um, and like yeah. other people were saying before, it's like, uh, it's a bit funny that people were like, oh, it makes them, f- knowing somebody else feels shit, uh, makes them feel a little bit less shit, but it is, yeah. it sounds bad, but it is good, isn't it, in a way? Cause it's, it's more it's, because you offered a reprieve from the shitness though. Yeah. It was like, I felt shit, here's how I'm going to fix it. Mm-hmm. And next week, yeah, hopefully I'll come on and say, it helped. And did it? It did help. Yeah. Good. It's not, it's not as good as I would have liked. Uh, I'm, and yeah. I'm. But yours is a repeating issue, isn't it? Because yeah. it's, it's going to keep repeating yeah. until it's gone to its final resting place. Yeah. yeah. So, like, um, it's, you know, it's been all right. And there's been other distractions. I went away for a few days, um, which was quite nice. But then also some of the habits that I'd like to form weren't able to be formed because I was in a completely oh. different environment. Um, went off and did some other things, which was nice. What did um, you manage to get in? Um, so started. What, what, what did you say last week? What was the one? So you set you with goals. What were they going? So it was going to be trying to get back into the consistent routine with ticking things off of my list. Um, the things that kind of I know make me more productive, like consistent training, um, which did get interrupted because of obviously traveling away, yeah. making sure taking my supplements, which again got a little bit interrupted. Yeah. Um, and meditation was one which again interrupted so i got you get bits in yeah i got bits in which was better than what i was doing before and again beating yourself up was one yes accomplishing a goal in a set yeah like unrealistic time yeah and that was also it like the fact that i said that i was going to do all these things that i was going to attempt to do all these things and then being away for a few days interrupted i didn't get annoyed that I didn't do it because I was just like, that's cool. I'm away. Yeah, I'm got- getting, you know, I'm getting some nice time to relax, mm. which although that wasn't the initial plan, it's something mm-hmm. else and I can still do that. So yeah, um, just not, yeah, not beating myself up. So yeah, I, I feel. So you, in essence, you implemented better. the most important one, yeah. which was to stop beating yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is it. And yeah. also it's a weird one. Cause like when you set goals and you want to achieve them and 
like you know whether that be to actually make yourself feel better you have to like you have to try to move towards them because obviously there's no point doing it yeah but then if you realize that you're not going to achieve them or if something comes up and stops you achieving them anyway being able to it, oh, the thing that i'm struggling with is finding that balance where you like if, if there's no consequences for never achieving anything that you say you're going to do then you just you never, never do anything. anything yeah but then also there's to the extreme of like where it's actually detrimental and you beat yourself up over not doing yeah. something that you said you were going to you punish do. yourself excessively for something essentially you know you should be getting back on with yeah and um i suppose it's finding that that sweet spot in the middle yeah. where there's you know saying okay i should have probably done this but i've not and but you're registering you've not done it and then you're going to be proactive in getting it done yeah again that's the thing is not to just not get it done and go well that's not possible mm. and then giving up that's yeah. the thing uh, on a smaller scale same thing happened to me today we went to film Mm-hmm. It's uh, like work, you know, content stuff for the for the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, we were filming. We had to do some uh, retakes of some of the heavy week stuff just to make it for the workout. So I had to go and lift some heavy stuff, even though I wasn't supposed to be lifting heavy stuff, yeah. and then go do another full workout oh, on top. So that was the plan. Um, and we got there, forgot to pack the fucking memory cards. Burp. Now everything else without the memory cards is redundant. Mm. And it's a special type of like memory card. You need a certain speed because the camera writes at a certain pace. You don't have it, it literally won't film on them. So could have lost the plot, thrown a wobbler, because even though I should have kind of monitored that it was being done, it wasn't actually my responsibility in of bringing the kit. Yeah. So I could have got super mad at somebody else. Didn't. <laughs> As I say, made a point that... Yeah. This can't happen again yeah. because now it was a problem. Because I had to get back to record the podcast as well. Of so it wasn't even an option of driving all the way back to get something to come back. Yeah, was top, not, there was not enough time. Well, no. it's late enough, was it? Is yeah, anyway, what not enough time. Is now, like, so I was just like, I have this thing now when shit goes wrong. 20 past 10 now. Is it? Yeah. Shit. Time's disappearing this year, dude. But I have this thing anyway. Uh, I just think, well, everything for a reason. Hmm. And I really do start thinking this, everything for a reason. And so went over to, to went to Asda's, bruv, in it, bruv. Yeah, went to Asda's, got myself a memory card in it, bro. So I needed a new memory card for my GoPro because mm. they only take certain memory cards because GoPro suck. And so I actually ended up buying a card that's compatible with the GoPro that would also run with an adapter that would then run in the main camera. Mm. So now I've bought something I probably should have bought anyway and needed. And also because we were running a little bit late, we ended up meeting some people in the gym that may have led into an inroad of being able to film some more worse pain series of massage in the UK. Ah. Yeah. And then uh, as a result of all of that, we actually managed to get some better footage because of just the way the gym like cleared out a little bit and music got turned down and stuff. We we're actually able to film better. Because uh, right, you missed that kind of peak yeah, we missed time. That. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So it was one of those where I could have got really mad. Just thought, okay, well, make a note, fix this problem, make sure it doesn't reoccur mm. to make you angry. Two, resolve it. So I did that. And then, but what came out of it? Yeah. More pros than the one big con. Yeah. And that was it. And it's one of those things. But the everything for a reason mentality for me is a big one at the moment. Yeah, I think that's a good one to adapt it, uh, yeah. adopt, isn't it? Oh, um, that was really my point. Sorry. Um, before I forget, because my brain's a bit woofed. Uh, long <laughs> week. You said about uh, if you'd never get if there's no consequence to never completing an action, you'd never do anything. Yeah. Mine's the same thing is to not be too laid back when shit goes wrong. Like be annoyed it's happened mm. and make it sure it doesn't reoccur. Yeah. But also don't get so angry 
that you then up ending wasting more energy and time on something that's already happened and yeah. you, and just needs fixing. So it's be annoyed, make a note that doesn't happen again, but then focus on the fix. Yeah, being able to move on, isn't it? Yeah. I think um, that's one of the main things that meditation can help with because that's kind of you, part of it, isn't it? Like with um, obviously the goal is to clear your mind, which is a kind of impossible task. You, you you're chasing after something, and it's you can get really really close, and like yeah. you can do it, but it's like you can it's have fleeting. moments yeah. of absolute nothingness. Yeah, I've had those, yeah. and they are startling. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? You're always chasing after it, and it's like, yeah. and then when an interruption comes, which it will, you go off on a train of thought, or you hear a noise, or something happens. Yeah, being able to be like, okay, that's happened. I'll go back I to where I was. Back to the present. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's where more of the skill lies with meditation and the practical application to it. Yeah. Whatever interruptions happen in life, accept it, detach from it, and carry on going. That's it. Recognize it, log it, move on. Because mm. realistically, that's the skill set of it. Yeah. Yeah, because realistically, that like me saying, "Oh, I'm struggling to find that happy medium." If I was able to do that, you know, I could see something's occurred, be a little bit frustrated by it, then accept the fact that, obviously, assuming it is a situation where nothing can be done now, it's happened. Yeah, move on, carry on with my day in whatever the most productive way yeah. might be, I or think... non-productive, depending on what the goal of if, the yeah. day is. But if you can adapt that mindset for stuff, dude, it relieves so much. Mm. I actually carried on afterwards. I mean, things were resolved. Oh, everything was fine. Filmed everything fine. Got everything done. And I was in a happy mindset. Now, if I'd have kept being pissed off and let that pissed off transfer into the filming and transfer into that, it would have caused more problems. Yeah. It would have spiderwebbed out, you know, uh, yeah. rippled, you know, mm. little ripples in the pond style. And um, I think the meditation side, when you first start it, it seems ridiculous everything everything you're listening to is telling you to quiet your mind ignore the sounds your brain's like no no yeah. no that's a dog that's wind that's a car that's this and slowly slowly the more you do it the more you do it you do hear them and then i think alan watts says it says it best is he says try try to hear the sounds try not to name the sounds and he said then and then he literally says about a minute later after you turn that he goes you'll find it almost impossible to do this because mm. it's your nature to want to name something. And uh, that's fine, but make it fleeting. Mm. Name it, move on. Don't focus on it. Let it be named. Let that settle you and get you back into focus. Yeah. And it's that's like, yeah, that's, I think that it really is, helps me. It is that it's a nearly impossible task what you're trying to do, but in it, accepting the fact that you're not actually aiming for perfection. You're just aiming to like get as close to it as you can. Yeah. And stuff like, at night time, I used to be terrible. Couldn't have any noise. I used to hear the clock when I was younger mm. of, in my mum's bedroom ticking through the wall yeah. into my bedroom. And that would stop me sleeping. Like, that's how bad I would focus on a, a sound I was hearing. Yeah. Now, I sleep with the window fully open. Cars going past no longer agitates me. It's just a nighttime noise. Mm. And actually now, I hear the cars at night as a nighttime sound. Yeah. So it sets me into nighttime mode. So yeah. it's actually almost a Pavlov's dog yeah, thing integrated now. Integrated into routine. In. And then I also have a story being told whilst yeah. I'm going to sleep. And it helps. That really helps. If you don't listen to actual, don't just put music on. you got to have kind of specific tonal music to listen to when you go to sleep. Something that is designed to not draw your attention. Yeah, like white noise kind of thing. Anything things. white noise. But you can go on Spotify and you can search it. It's called um, Search Wellness Playlist or something. It's, it's something like that. But if you type sleep, there's playlist, a lot of just sleep playlists. There, there's someone there, and one of them is a wellness. It says in the in the title screen of it, and it's really really good. Mm. And there's low, and as you go through it, there's it'll it'll say um, uh, music for 
lucid dreaming, mm. music for uh, positive affirmation, and it's all these different things. And within it, they'll have every so often someone will come in and say something in a very subtle tone, yeah. and you don't even notice it. And when you're sleeping, obviously, Shall it's we friends. Yeah, you will make <laughs> me a pizza. <laughs> Mate, you want to buy Joey many sandwiches? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's it. Yeah, you'll you'll sleep really well and want to make me and Luke sandwiches. Yeah. Should but we? Ooh. It's really good. We really should good. do our we should do our own on Spotify. Just our own, just, <laughs> our own wellness thing. Yeah, just us. We'll we'll do some arming. Start it really, really professionally. Um, like, welcome to the Lex and Mister Lewis Sleep Well podcast. Yeah. Don't try to listen to the words coming out of my mouth. Make a sandwich. Just stay calm and relaxed. Cheese and pickle. <laughs> Buy us a rum. <laughs> Rest your head. Breathe in. Buy us more rum. Breathe out. And then a good whiskey. Not the old shit. The good shit that's been aged at least thirty years. Now try not to. Do it. And we'll do that. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually, and we'll have to have addresses as it slowly goes in. Just slip in a line of the address every so yeah. often. Yeah. And then by the end, it's just us going. Buy us a rum. <laughs> yeah. Buy, Buy us, us a rum. <laughs> Buy us. <laughs> And then just come random conversation popping. Do you reckon they're asleep? They're definitely asleep now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I reckon they just farted in their sleep then. <laughs> that would be a good one. We should try that. Yeah, I actually legitimately want to do that to see how many <laughs> listens it would get until people notice. Yeah, if we, we'd have to like dedicate like an hour of it just being really gradual. Oh, at least forty-five minutes of real yeah. stuff, and then after forty-five minutes, just nonsense. Yeah, absolute nonsense. Things like when you wake up. You'll have a tickle behind your right ear for at least 10 minutes, yeah. but you won't want to itch it. Instead, you'll kick your foot three times on the floor and howl like a chicken. <laughs> well, yeah, we need to do that. If, if anyone wants to hear our uh, bedtime playlist, let us know. We will at, make it. At work, you'll call your boss a wanker and pee in his waste paper basket. <laughs> While he's watching you. Then howl like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> should we uh, should we crack open this room? This is why we are not leaders of the free world. Yep. It would be fun for a week and you'd all be really annoyed and howling like chickens. So we are 15 minutes in, so bang on. Are we ready? So the reveal of the crew chest drink of the day is... I like how you trusted that I'd already put it in there. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> it's just empty. It's an empty chest. Here we oh, go. So this is a nice one again this week. Whoa, I like that bottle. I like the red on it. We it got. is the Pirate's Grog. Yeah. Five year aged yeah. spiced rum. This is their, their this is their standard rum, I think. Okay, in terms this is of their like, main yeah, feature beast one. Yeah, because what's the what's We had the, the first 13 one? year old aged yeah. rum, which is their special one, like their top end. Yeah, and then kind of, all, all of their other ones are kind of, they're infused with something. There's yeah. a spiced one, so a honey their, spice. We had their ginger, we had the pineapple. Yeah. And now, so what we, we haven't got is the coffee liqueur, which is downstairs, isn't it? Oh, yes, which um, Simone sent us. Yes. You lovely lady. Thank yeah. you very much. Yes, we received a nice little. So we're going to try that as you guys. Well. And it's the, uh, we got the liqueur version. Yeah, actually, we could do that, but we can't because we've got to go get food. So you can't have too much. That's the thing. Yeah. We will have it. Listen, Simone, we're going to try the liqueur with our pizza. Mm, yeah. Living the knowledge that we will, after this podcast, be. I've got to drive and get a domino, so I'm having only a having delicious a small little liqueur. Thing. Do you want to read the read the bit on the back? So, this is 
the pirate suit. It's actually really nice. It's like old-aged paper label on the front of the bottle. Again, it's that real nice classic piratey-looking bottle. Um, like looks like it could have washed up on a shore. Uh, it's Pirate's Grog, handcrafted, all-natural, five-year-aged rum, straight from the barrel. I like that, straight from the barrel. Yeah, no messing around. No messing. So, oh, <laughs> on the back, it's saying it's got that, that kind of aged, you know, um, like frayed edge label. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're scurvy dogs and rum lovers. <laughs> 200 years ago, I've got, I'm going to go instantly into farmer at some point during this. 200 years ago, me partner's in crime, and you, yeah, there we go, straight into it. Oh, you know, you're going, to, you're going to harvest the corn tracker. Yeah, 200 years ago, me partner's in crime used the Honduran island of Roatan as a mighty stronghold. Vast hordes of booty were buried in the pirates. I like the sound of that. Were buried, and the pirates danced with wenches till the rum ran dry. Pirates' grog is aged in... Bourbon barrels. Nice. Nice. For five years, giving it a rich golden color. It definitely is. Mm. Deliciously smooth finish and flavors of raisin, butterscotch, and vanilla. Oh, my God. Get in my mouth. Delicious. That's what she said. Oh, damn it. (laughs) It's the plastic wrap of doom. Yeah. I love everything parts grow. Everything but this bit. I assume it's because of transport. Yeah. Because... I'm, yeah, I assume. But like, there are other companies that have got like a paper seal. Yeah, that's but much better. Potentially, it's I don't know whether. I, don't, I just really don't like this book. Maybe if they go like international or something like that. They, they are. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. I mean, yeah, it's gone anyway. All right, cheeky pop test. Oh, that's quite quite a good pop. Mm. Not too cheeky. I feel we like can the cheeky smell pop the test needs, in it. needs to needs to be on a t-shirt one day. Cheeky pop well, test. When when we have a, and it's just a picture of a cork and they goes, "Oh, that was a cheeky pop." <laughs> <laughs> when we eventually do crewcast merch, there should we be should a, cheek, a cheeky that. pop t-shirt. That would be cool. Oh yeah, you, you can. can smell the bourbon in that, can't you? That's nice because I kind of felt like, you know, I've missed a bit of whiskey this week. You pour your We're doing. First, mate. The, the pour test. Yes. Yeah. I haven't done pouring for a while. You've always done it first. Yeah. Oh. Not, that, that's not even proper English. <laughs> I haven't done pouring for a while. You've always done it first. Counter, counterintuitive, Word. isn't it? Yeah. Words. Words and stuff. You have been doing the pouring first for some time now. Here we go. Is it a glugger or is it a pourer? It's such a good one. Gluggeroonies. Ooh-wee. Yeah, I'm going to do a... I'm gonna do a small pour. For yeah, because you got the dominies, and then you can catch up. We also have the village cigars again this week because they were delightful. So if anybody knows of any, did we actually get any cigar recommendations? Yes. Um, let me we tell did you, ask you guys. It was something Churchill. I remember that. Try not to just message me on Instagram the suggestions, guys, because I kind of miss them. Um, and so either put them in the YouTube comments. Uh, or uh, message Lou because yeah. uh, Lou uh, his well, brain's better at holding information than mine. You uh, were gonna sort making me an admin on the crewcast on the YouTube, YouTube yeah. so anything that is in there because I check it anyway, but it's just me personally, like my. Yeah. So um, then you'll be replying as the crewcast, which will yeah, be much better. We'll make things a little bit easier. Um, so we got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, Belis Belissimo, no oh. B L R E no. B L I C O S O. C O S O. Blicoso? Blicoso. 
Yeah, Winston Churchill, Blicoso. 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 I don't know why I want to say that like a... Is that Italian or Spanish? Blicoso. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I think we are going to get some of those sent out to us as well. Sick. Yeah. And uh, he was going to give us some information on them yeah, as we, well. Yeah, so. we, we need to know, like, you know, when you get the information on the thing, you should be tasting this on the... Should be On the nose, you should sense this and tasting these. We well, know that kind of thing with the old cigar roonies. Yeah, well, hopefully yeah, next yeah. month we should be able to meet up with him for uh, for a little chat. We're I have heard, make it work. ever since I was a child, I was told by my parents, if somebody messages you and offers to take you to smoke somewhere strange with someone you've never met before, definitely do it. Except. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> that is super red, isn't it, that? It's a very... It's really golden. Mm. It is very whiskey looking, isn't it? Yeah. I want to try Can it. Can I put that somewhere in the middle because I've got lots of stuff going on this side? Yeah. Just put it there. Yeah, just don't crush your cigar. We've refilled the uh, lighter, so that's good to go. Should we have, we're going to have Should a sip, sip before we before we light the oh, cigar. wow. That is... You, the rum is now coming through way more. I can definitely smell that like the butterscotch, butterscotch like sweetness. It's like making my mouth water, just the, the sweetness <laughs> of it. Yeah. Yes, you're a true alcoholic mm. now, sir. Should we go for it? Yes, cheers, mate. Cheers. Mm. Wow, yeah, it does have that butterscotch first taste, doesn't it? Right on the tongue, really smooth sweetness over the front of the tongue. Heat coming over the back of the tongue now. Took all that time to come through. Yeah. Staying right in the centre of the tongue as well, not going around the sides or anywhere. That's mm. staying quite forward, actually, that spice. Yeah. So it's not so much a heat, it's more of a spice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the butterscotch comes back at the end as well. Yeah, it it like goes and then like mm. Ooh. that spicy the second sip does. Yeah. So... I get the spice travels all the way up into my nasal cavity straight away. And then that butterscotch dominates the front of the tongue. I have an ulcer and it stings. <laughs> <laughs> I have herpes and yeah. it is right, contagious. Yeah. Um, I don't have ulcers very often, but I do have one right now. Do you remember and, when uh, you used to get an ulcer as a kid and people were like, that's herpes. No, it's a fucking ulcer. I've literally only ever had like an ulcer like once or twice before. Oh, life. if I get run down, I yeah. know it because I get, I'll get i get an ulcer on the inside of my mouth. Yeah, Emma told me that it's one of the, like, it's a signal you, you, you when you're like you're a fucked. bit burnt out. Yeah, yeah you're, you're reaching burning ends. Mm, Candles, so. ends, burning them, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, always get one. Just so. I usually get one right on the end of my tongue. Ooh. And I, I, and, and I chew it off. Yeah. Yeah, I rip it off. I can't help myself. And then it hurts, and I'm like, well, of course it did. Yeah, this one's right there on the inside of my lip. Oh, like right the worst, by inside where down the lip. My um, you're always flicking canine it with... yeah. teeth is, so it, as I'm talking, it like it rubs. rubs up that. Do you always tongue. lick it, well, like push mm. it with your tongue. Yeah, yeah it's get actually it. getting a little bit better now. I don't know what, surely this would help, right? Yeah, oh. it'll uh, yeah, knock it off, won't it? That's what I'm going to tell you. I've heard. Yeah, by Pirate's Grog, it's good for your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that nearly came out my nose, you git. <laughs> <laughs> that would have not been pleasant. Should we, uh, should we, 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 we well, we have to do le compétition. Oh, shit. Yes. It's about time. Yeah, actually, It's we, about it's damn time. Up. And we're rocking in again, people, with an even bigger win some cool shit competition. Yep. Now, this one this is, is a big a boy. One. It's a good one. Assuming I get everything done in time, and mm. on Monday you hear this, yeah. it should be done. I have to get a pic for the old Instagram stills, mm -hmm. which I will. I'll do it. I'll get it done. Hey, Butty Flat. Yes, Mr. Miyagi did it. No, it's still there. So, uh, I definitely hit it though, didn't I? 
I don't know. Oh, there's two. Oh, kill them, mate. I hate those bastards. They will eat me. I think he's gone out the door. There's one right above your head. I can see it. Why are they in here? Where have they come from? Murder them instantly. Yes! Eat that, you blood-sucking git. Oh, I'm so satisfied with that. That was a good kill. <laughs> There's nothing better than killing the anyway, enemy. Anyway, competition. There's nothing better than killing the enemy. Competition time. Yeah. Yes. So, the winners, of which there will be six. That's right. Six. Six whole winners. Six whole winners. There are going to be three from our side and three from the grog of pirates themselves. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is, I'm going to post a picture on Monday, so are pirates grog, and you are going to have an opportunity for three people to win two bottles each of Pirates Grog Special Editions and Standard Rum. Yeah. So it's going to be a mixture, and there'll be like a third place, second place, first place kind of run for it. Mm-hmm. Or they'll all be evened out depending on what Pirates Grog want to do. Yeah. But you'll all win two bottles of one of the Pirates Grog. Yeah. So, the, so like I said, there's three winners. There were three winners on our side of things, yep. and there's three winners on Pirates Grog. On theirs. So you can technically enter. Oh, you can enter all. All of yeah. them. But you'll obviously, if you win one, you can't win. Yes. More than once. Yeah, but obviously the more that you enter, the more, more chances you you've got of winning. So. And yeah, every winner gets two bottles. Two bottles. Here's what we decided you need to do. You have got to definitely be able to howl like a chicken. Yes. That's number one. Yep. You need to... Uh, a. You need to buy a, uh, a dictaphone, <laughs> howl like a chicken to it, and post it you to us. You need to post it to by pigeon, yeah. This is this is what it's complicated, Carry, yeah, gets complicated now. There's going to be a pigeon, a lollipop, a donkey, and an old lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, real rules. <laughs> you should probably just check the <laughs> check the Instagram post because none of this will make sense yeah. at all. So the real rules are going to be in the Instagram post. So on Monday, I will post a picture of myself in a rummy situation. The in, there will be instructions in that as well, but they're basically going to be at this point, unless it otherwise states in that picture. You need to follow myself and Pirates Grog. Definitely. There's two things you must do. You have optional extras of following BCB. Mm-hmm. Black Country Barbell. Black Country Barbell on you, on their Instagram. And subscribing to our YouTube channel, the Crewcast YouTube channel. They will, we will be picking winners from those sides. So that if you don't do it, you are reducing your chance. But you don't have to to enter the competition because we will be picking others from the Instagram post. So yep. follow myself. Follow Pirates Grog, optionals, follow Black Country Barbell, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Okay, mm-hmm. that's one. The other thing you have to do, comment on each of the photos. So my photo on Instagram and Pirate Grog's photo. Read the caption in the Instagram because I will say what you need to comment if there's something you need to comment. Otherwise, it can just be. it's probably going to be tag a friend. Yes. And as, every time you tag a friend, they will get entered into a competition, but so will you. Mm-hmm. And so you can do as many comments as you like. Each separate tag needs each separate tag needs to be in a different comment. Yeah. So if you want to tag five friends, you need to do it separately five times. Ah, right. Okay. okay. And we're gonna do that on both pictures, and that's your chance to win. But we're gonna be winning people that follow Black Country Barbell and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, just from there. So the extra chances for you to yep. win. So yeah, if okay. you you enter the standard stuff, that's one entry. Any of the extras is an extra entry. Yeah. So one more time. Follow myself. Follow Pirates Crog. Comment on the pictures that you see on the Monday post with it'll be you might have to say a phrase or you probably have to say a phrase and then tag a friend um so and then every time you want to tag you can tag as many people as you like but they have to be in separate comments do that across both profiles of pirate scrog and my picture 
Uh, oh, and we did also say if you wanted, we're going to do optional ones as well because there's so many winners. There's mm. three chances. You can also share the posts to your story, and that will also enter you for an extra chance to win. Mm -hmm. So there's tons of ways to do this. Yeah, but so the more things you do, the more chances you have of winning. There's a potential of getting four entries. No, five if you include going on to Pirates Grog. Yeah as well and commenting so we're on we're really giving you the chances here if you want to go the extra mile you will be more yeah you than could have five rewarded. entries into it yeah which is it's pretty cool yeah yeah pretty cool so and you can win two bottles of pirate squad i mean you're probably talking like what 60 odd quid's worth of drink there straight away yeah yeah or oh, at least yeah, yeah minimum pirate squad's not cheap no no it's good good stuff. quality stuff yeah good stuff yeah that's where we got this beautiful chest from yeah and the more we can do this we will keep doing it mm. we will keep doing it because it's bloody good fun for us. I enjoy it, and it's nice to be able to give back to you guys. So there you go. Good luck, everybody, who's yeah. listening to this on a Monday. Start your week right. I'm, I'm really positive. Fucking, I, I hope, I I hope everything goes to plan now, and <laughs> yeah. then we actually get it out on the Monday. I will. I'll, there'll, there'll be a photo of me. Look, we were. You wanted me to have a peg leg when yes. I did it. But okay. the logistics were... If, if everyone wants to see Lex, post a picture with a peg leg. But they'll have already listened now, though. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I know it's too late now, but in the future, I'm sure there's another reason why you should have a peg leg. Maybe that could be the thing they need to comment. Lex's peg leg. Yeah, where's your peg leg? That could be the comment. Yeah. I might make that. Where's your peg leg? Or, no, no, no. Uh, we need something like... Peg leg Lex. Peg leg Lex. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. That might, it's going to be, where's your peg leg or peg leg Lex? Yeah, brilliant. That might work. I think we'll use that sickeningly awesome so happy to be able to do this kind of stuff have you ever thought about just posting something that was awful like what do you mean it was terribly <laughs> it was done so bad <laughs> that it was good i don't know you know something that's been like you've edited it but it was just so oh, bad yeah no because it would just look shit <laughs> nobody would get that these the, a thing gone so funnily bad oh i i think that'd be hilarious but that's because the quality of what i take an image on mm. would, it would just seem bad yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because the base is too good. You can just get a really good photo and then just literally just like rough, like not even on like Photoshop, on like paint or something like that. <laughs> just like it's chop, pause. just pause. <laughs> Freaking just, paint. Just chop out like a, a, a leg of a table and then just like drag it. Don't, get, don't erase your leg, just drag that over the top of yours. <laughs> like an Ikea table yeah, leg. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I could make myself into the guy from Family Guy who has all four limbs as just pegs legs. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. What's his name? I can't remember, but yeah. Oh, I comment if you remember the guy's name. I don't even Peg remember the, the reasoning for him in that episode. No, he's in loads of episodes. I remember him in one. I don't remember him in multiple. He's in tons, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like a featured character. In, yeah. Peg. Well, it wouldn't be Peg. Peg Lib. <laughs> peg Lib person. Yeah. Oh, cool. There we go. What a great... I hope... Well, good luck, guys. Should we light this up? Let's... um, Yeah, let's have a freaking cigar Friday. Oh, it's been... A, oh, yeah, I've had a cool week. Let's yes, talk about my week. I've had a so really cool week. So if you've been following week. me on the old um, Instagram, did we decide which end of these is the smoky end? It was the end that was laid down, but I don't know. You I think that's now. that. Oh, that looks like sucky end. That looks like... That looks like sucky end. That looks like Bernie end. Yeah. That's technical terminology, by the way. If you ever do go to a cigar shop, when you're looking at things, go, is this the sucky end and not the burny end? And they'll say, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's light it up. Mm. Yeah. You do have to give that a bit of a puff to light it up. Yeah. It does help. Mm. They are a bit loosely packed at that back end, though. 
Yeah. There's, there's something to be said for a loosely packed back end. <laughs> they draw really smoothly, though. Like, it doesn't take much effort to pull that through. So there is that. There's a bonus of that happening. Because, you know, if you get, like, the really... The, the, the cigars you have to cut yourself. Yeah. You often have to have, like, a little poker to aerate the end. To oh, right, because they're to so... To draw through because they're so, so packed in. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, so let's... Let's hear about your week then, mate, because you've mm. done loads of really cool shit. Smoke rings. Look at that one go. Oh, yeah, that's a winner. Uh, yeah, so on Monday, I travelled up to Manchester... To see my, got to see my mama, which was nice because she had a little bit. Did I tell you she had a little bit of a health scare? Yes, you did. Yeah, I did. You did mention that. Uh, she's looking good. Good. All That's looking brilliant. Good. Yeah. Uh, my advice to people is if somebody gets sick, pay all the monies to get the private tests just fucking done. Because mm. one, ease of mind for the person who's going through it to know what's going on as fast as possible. And two, they're brilliant in the private sector yeah. for making you at ease and giving you real options. Um, and what they've actually done as well for what she's going to need doing operation-wise, they've actually suggested she goes through the NHS yeah. because they are highly experienced in what she needs doing, and they said you'll get a really good team. Yeah. And the doctor who she paid privately to see will still be doing the surgery. So it's cut that back. happens so, quite a lot, doesn't so it, where people like get the, referred. Yeah, they don't rip you off and be like, yeah, go private, keep paying. They're like, because he's getting paid either way, he doesn't care. He's like, so no, my suggestion here at this point now, we've done everything we need as fast as possible through this way. Mm-hmm. But now you go the NHS way, you're going to have a better overall size of team. Yeah. Because And they'll all be more experienced than yeah. in the private sector. I've seen so it. Be- really cool. I've seen it before where um, they, the, um, I can't remember what the thing was now, but it, the consultation was done privately. And, and then they were like, yep, that's fine. The actual treatment can be done through NHS, and it like kind of yeah. fast tracked the process, Hers, although it costs a little bit more. Bash the bloody why on my? Give me the lighter. I need to burn this end. Uh, yeah, hers was for the, all the blood tests and MR, like the MRIs and CAT scans and all that jazz. Not CAT scan, that's head, isn't it? Um, it was for the MRI that she needed. That well. I've unevenly lit this as well. Yeah, just give it a quick. We tip. are inexperienced. <laughs> It's quite an aggressive light to that though as well. So you do have to roll and burn with it a lot of the time. So I've taken a Zippo, an old school Zippo, and I've gutted the innards and replaced it with a butane burner because it's clean. Because if you use the old Zippos, that fuel you fill it up with, it actually puts a flavour into the cigar because some of that those, I don't know, dirty carbons or whatever that come out of it go into the cigar and break the flavour. So I invested in the old butane burn, plus that lighting really blowy winds. It will. Do you know what I got to do over the weekend? Alongside what I'll tell you that I actually did. I had the lighter with me. Yeah. On my my cool little leather thing that I've got there for it. So I've got this like little leather pouch for it, which is really cool. It's kind of got a nice patina to it now because I've worn it quite in. But it's like a pure little leather pouch with a, a like a clasp. So it wraps over the top of the lighter that you sit in the middle of it. And it's, what do you call it, a little pouch? Like a leather pouch for it? Yeah, a little ball and that bag. clips onto <laughs> clips onto your uh, waistband just like on a belt loop. And I had it on because I was taking the cigars up because what happened was I was going up to Manchester to ride Harley freaking Davidson's. Hell yeah. And they got put us up in, in a hotel and gave us all the foods. And uh, they had us in a venue called the Victoria Warehouse. And it's sick. Yeah. Like full industrial inside. All that big chunky wooden cool stuff. Like they brought, they brought us fruit and it was in this bowl that must have been carved out of 
like a, a full tr- like width of a tree trunk and they'd like taken a section of the trunk and carved a bowl out of it and then made the handle and just jammed it was just all super rustic I was like that must be like 80 to 100 quid's worth of just fruit bowl right there Fuck. and now how can I steal it <laughs> the answer well, is you can't it's freaking heavy um, yeah it was a really cool setup they had all these you'll see in the video that I'm going to do of it but they had all these retro Harleys there like the TT racer the 1970s um, original designs they had the evil Knievel bike there they had some serious kit like worth God knows how much money each like the TT Harley bike alone must have been worth what 50 to 100 grand somewhere in that range I bet Daniel. lots of money they would like don't sit on these bikes bikes so the one I sat on <laughs> I really, and then I really, I really, I really liked it was uh, still very comfy yeah. yeah yeah. well they left me in the room alone with them suckers <laughs> I've got Sucker. some I've got some uh, good positive bike news Go <gasps> don't excite me no so it's not nothing booked or anything like that but I've, Emma's now on board because I was saying before, she was just con- she was just too concerned that I was going to fucking kill myself. See that happy smoke ring there? That turned into a heart as it flew up. Oh, <laughs> romantic. Oh, I yeah. Love, I love you, Emma. Yeah. She's yeah, a- if Lewis ever dies, I'll look after you. <laughs> <laughs> so she's now on board with the process. Yeah, because you're not riding with dickheads. Yeah. And uh, so that's probably one of the biggest hurdles because at the end of the day as well, like obviously you do, you do have to. I want to. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to do something that's going to worry or upset her. But when you get the bike and ride the bike and she sees you loving the bike, she'll be like, "Ah, oh, let him ride the bike more." Yeah, like it's, you'll see that you're not that you're sensible and that you're enjoying it for the in just the sheer enjoyment of being on a bike and out with the boys, not to go fucking ass in the air, head forward, hundred and seventy miles an hour. Yeah, like it's just not. You don't honestly. You just don't need that. Don't get me wrong. It's fun to wind on the throttle in a safe environment mm-hmm. when, you, when you've got your control and your comfort. And even when I do it, I'm only riding at 80% of my capability. You know, I'm never pushing those boundaries. The only time I'd push a boundary deliberately is on a racetrack because I know I'd slide off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know the track's what's coming up and there's nothing coming the other way. Yeah. Then I'd test myself and see how far I could push things before my skill set failed mm. but yeah that's a very unique situation on the it? road literally mate when we're riding we say to people no stupid shit someone gets caught up do, do not catch up mm-hmm. unnecessarily you know we'll, we'll always wait if we turn off anywhere we'll never just turn off and disappear we'll always sit at the junction so even we've had people out on I've been out with guys on 125s mate yeah and it sucked for me but you know it was still nice to be out and about yeah so that's cool yeah so and uh, again I have um think i'm going to go direct access like you were talking about before just get fully just get the full license no point messing around with the 125 thing because i was looking and and in terms it's of like price wise i was just like I could, i'd just buy one to then probably sell six months later to then buy something yep and they're not better. cheap no the 125s no. are not cheap you but, can get a full 600 for the same price as y- a 125 yeah that's it like the price difference was pretty negligible, negligible wasn't it if so not, uh, if not more mate if you wanted yeah. a decent one two five, mm. I mean, you're looking like three or four grand, I'm sure. Yeah, and you can pick up good six hundred bikes for like two, because mm. there's tons of them. Would you recommend six hundred as the kind yeah. of? Yeah, well, it depends what bike you're going for. Because I was looking, I saw some fives, some six. I'd say a five is not going to be enough mm-hmm. because you. But it depends what bike you pick. Because if you pick something like my BMW, mm-hmm. that's a seven fifty technically. Yeah, but that's not doing 180 miles an hour. Yeah, it's all lower end torque. 
It's doing 110 max and you don't want to be up there on yeah. that bike at 110. You're very happy at like 60 to 80. Yeah. And it's a delight to ride. But that's a 750 engine. Whereas the 600 sports bike will piss all over the BMW speed wise. You know? Yeah. So it doesn't, I would, the only thing I would say is. Where that power is, is going yeah, to vary. Whatever bike you're riding is going to dictate the size of it. Because you could, you could get an 800cc bike. But in the one in one that's talky and not top endy, that's going to be still relatively tame. Yeah, yeah, easy to ride. Whereas if you went and smacked and got like a 750 GSXR, I'd be like, no. But you get the 750 BMW that got on there, I'd be like, yeah, you ride that all day happily, you'd be absolutely fine. Because all I'm going off is what I think looks cool. Yeah, that's what, that's eighty percent of the game. Yeah, I really liked. Um, I was I had a little look on YouTube of like some potential beginner bikes, and there was like um. A Honda Rebel, Honda Rebel. No, too small. No. Oh, you could get the bigger engine one. There was a, there was three, so there's like a yeah. three hundred or five hundred. So they, like a, they not too long ago released the is it a eleven hundred? I think it's a twelve fifty maybe. Is it twelve? Yeah, something that I'm, one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, nice bike. Makes like, good noise. Look, loads of torque. Yeah, I'm just, again just literally going off. I was like, I watched the video and I was like, I like the look of that one. But if you like the look of like the Rebel, you can go down looking at the victories and stuff like that, which you can get way cheaper and people have done What's cool the, shit too. Are they called Indian the bike. <laughs> There's something the yeah Indians. Yeah, yeah. Nice I, I've, I've seen a few of those. Like, everyone cool. I've seen, I think looks stunning. I don't yeah. know what that style of bike is. It, well, they do different ones, don't they? They do Tauras, and then they do Choppers, and then they do Bobbers. There's a whole... whole See, again, it's that terminology. It depends on not... just how big the bike you want. But you can get... Um, I'll show you some pictures later, you, and I'll then you, you can tell one. me what it is that I actually like. There's a Triumph uh, Speedmaster. I think that's what it's called. That's a nice one to look at. You can get a Bobber version of that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so... The, the only compromise was... I have to make sure the bathroom's finished first. Ah, oh, easy. So, yeah, so that's literally being done. So uh, hopefully I'll start looking into that over the next few weeks because, fingers crossed, next week or the week after I'll be able to carry on with the bathroom. And then, yeah. Where's the bathroom at now? Toilet and bathroom? Yeah, everything's in. It's working. It was because we got stuck waiting on the tiles, um, but they yes. are in. So they should be delivered at some point next week now. Um, when they got delivered, did this happen? <laughs> Pretty much. That was just, maybe that was just inside my head. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's the only that's the only thing I need to sort first is make sure I got the got the bathroom done. Just one from a purely like financial point of view, mm. one big expense wrapped up before I go and take on another because like direct access is seven hundred ish. I'd say there might be deals after COVID. I did mine in October, and it was only me and the other guy doing it. I was like just one on one. It was wicked. Really enjoyed it. We just went for a ride out. I think I've discussed that before. We just yeah, went to a did. Harley garage and then went and bought some like next cars, which he helped me pick, and then went to look at some cool classic motorbikes on my final ride out day. It was wicked. But yeah, another one to the crew. Awesome. You'd love it. It's so much fun. Oh, so yeah, get back to what I did in correspondence to the motorbikes. Got taken to Manchester and it was to ride the new Harley Davidson Sportster S. So if like me, you like bikes and you're into bikes and you kind of like Harleys and stuff too. You would have noticed a while ago they, they said they were killing the Sportster line, the current Sportster line off. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Like that's their, that was kind of their young guy's bike. That was yeah. the one we were all buying to like matte blackout. It was one of the first ones I think that they started to really 
like murder out and really customize and do things. But it was only like an 800 cc on the uh, uh, entry level engine, yeah. and it what well, it is too small to wring its neck everywhere to get it to go. <clears throat> Sounds like a lot in 800 cc, but it was probably only generating like 80 horsepower or something like that. Maybe not even that. Yeah. Um. So they killed it and everyone's like jeez what are they doing and then they they killed it because they're releasing now the sportster s and that is a 1250 variable valve timed engine i don't know what that means means it goes zoomy (laughs) much better yeah it basically means that it the variable valve timing allows it to i think it's something like it operates its performance as you increase the demand pretty much okay so at low speeds and whatnot, it kind of ticks over and does its nice thing. But when you crank that throttle, engine goes, beast mode. Okay. Yeah. I'd have to look into the variable valve timing in detail to tell you how it works. But if we just assume it's black magic that makes things go faster. Yes, witchcraft. They added black magic to the engine. And the bike looks stunning. They've taken features of the fat bob and put it into there. It's got the big fat, fat, fat boy tires on it, mm. front and back. And the motherfucker drops into corners like you wouldn't believe. I scraped the pegs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it has a full-on. So what they've taken, they've taken. So when when I went to ride the Pan America, which is their adventure bike, which was also pretty fucking amazing, and I asked them how's that doing after being released, like any issues? They're like, no, it's been good. We've not yeah. had any real recall needs or anything, which is crazy from a first launch yeah, into an first adventure one. bike, which is a demanding sector. Yeah, um, you're talking about people who are doing tens of thousands of miles a year on rough shit, yeah. like pushing through their paces. Yeah. So, you'd think the Harley's gonna obviously it's a different area, but like in terms of, I imagine it's gonna be like material selection for durability and things like that. Mm. You'd think they'd have a lot of that down already. You would think so, but there has been times. Oh, I think I just fucked up the focus on the uh, YouTube. No, sorry. There have been times when you look at Harley's in the past and be like, wow, that is underdeveloped. Right. Like single brake discs on bikes that really should have done doubles, uh, really poor LCD displays. That's still apparent on some of the current models, like the low rider S, in my opinion, needs way better displays. You know, we're in 2021 and we've still got these digital displays on them in horrendous positions on the tank where you have to look down to see stuff. Right. Just daft stuff. You're yeah. just like, why has nobody picked this up? Like, come on, boys. Yeah, it's like a design issue. Your price point is not cheap. Mm. Yeah, I can go to Triumph and get all this shit integrated on the bike for the same or less money mm-hmm. like come on give us give us a reason to keep coming here yeah especially in europe where we're a bit more demanding than americans we're a bit more sticklers for value yeah whereas americans are very die hard aren't they yeah like, i suppose so i always like from the outside looking in i always looked at a harley as like the gold standard that's what i really my assumption of uh, harley davidson was yeah oh, triumph, triumph pistol over for a while really oh in a bad way, but this what's the rest and that Pan America didn't just step Harley's game up; it like re reinvented it fully. Like they've gone from calculator esque displays to on this sports dress a full on integrated interactive. It's like an LED di- touch screen or digital something. display. It's not touch screen, but it's fully remote oh, controlled yes. from yeah. from your uh, dials on the on the bike. What dials? That's the wrong word. Uh, what you call things? On the side, but with all buttons. the buttons on it. Yeah, what's the whole thing called? Frick, that's poor form, Lex. Poor form. So your units, yeah. like light indicator unit section. Now that basically has on it, and it has electronically uh, activated 
rain mode, road mode, sports mode, and custom modes that you can set all within the you know computerized display that's on yeah. the screen. It hooks up to your phone, Bluetooth, GPS, the whole thing's on there. Like it's it's they've basically taken all the tech they've had to put into the Pan America to match the marketplace for the adventure bikes and dropped it straight onto the Sportster S. Right, okay. Fucking it do, it looks really stunning. Good. I really like the look of that. That that style is a style that I yeah, like. What mate, what is that style? What's that category uh, would it fall into? Well they call it a sportster. That's there, but I guess it's not really touring. I don't know. Because they all have their own versions of it, right? That's what I'm ex- I was looking on, on Auto Trader, and I was going through, could, and there was like you could call categories. it a, you could call it a cruiser, could do. Um, I, you can't call it a Tora because it. I don't think it does enough miles. It might. It has a tank. So I think from the tank you get about one ten, one twenty if you decided to panic a little bit and drive frugally, mm. ragging it around hundred miles to the tank, which isn't terrible. Mm-hmm. But it's also not the best. But I understand why they've done it, because this bike has a lot of tech on it, and it and it's taken a lot of its styling from the very popular Fat Bob, in my opinion, which is one of the most beautiful ones they made. Yeah. And my favorite out of it up to date up until this came out. Yeah. Oh, so this is taking the number one spot for you? Yes. The, other than the Pan America, but they're so different. You'd need both. Yeah. You can't compare them. Like, there's yeah. no way you're taking sports to where the Pan America can go. Uh, the Fat Bob, though. Very simple LCD display, like just a readout, nothing more. So just like mileage, range, bits and bobs. Like you see on like a, I don't know, 2013 BMW inside, you know, the digital readout display. It's like that on the the Fat Bob. But the Fat Bob will do 160 miles, a little bit more, maybe 180, no, probably about 165 to a tank yeah so if they made the sports to s you just got a load of smoke in your eye yep yeah it's making you cry in it yep yeah it got me before but i managed to push through it it's because you sucked it in and blew it out too sharpish you mm. got to suck and then really puff it back out yeah. so it clears your eyeball areas yeah get me, get yeah. me in the eyeballs but the uh so if they'd have made the sports to s do 160 miles then why would you ever buy the fat bob because it's a very similar styling. Right. It's very comfortable like the Fat Bob. It rides a lot like the Fat Bob rides. Mm-hmm. But the Sports S wants to drop into corners a little bit more. And if you don't drop it into the corner, it gets a little bit mad with you. Oh, right. Like it gets a little twitchy. Like, hey, come on. Mm-hmm. Pull me over. And uh, yeah, dude. Sick. So I got to. But there's Ricky Hall was there. You know who that guy is? Ricky Hall. No. He was one of the original guys when all the beards came in. And he's tattooed and bearded. If you if I showed him pictures, you'd be like, oh, that dude. Yeah. He was like one of the leading faces of like beard brands and stuff when it all started coming out. Right, like the okay. hipster revolution. Okay. He was like at one of the forefronts of that. Cool. So he was there. He was exceedingly drunk. Oh, really? Yeah. He didn't even make it to the ride. Oh, shit. Yeah. But he, well, they, they think he had a family. Something happened where he had to go kind of back but i also think he probably woke up a little bit like oof and then something happened he was like thank god yeah <laughs> wow. uh, um there was also a guy called um peter wicks it's peter wicks peter wicks peter paul peter pete wicks pete wicks yeah and he's from i think it's chelsea you know mm-hmm. you know like the tower in chelsea and things like yeah. that yeah yeah he's involved in all that and he was a really cool guy really cool very very stylish dude yeah. Rocked up just looking the tits. Mm. You know what I mean? He's got long hair, tattooed neck and everything going on. But like in a subtle way where you almost don't notice it. Yeah. But all like all tattooed up, you know, all the, the just the just slick dude. You yeah. know what I mean? Cool guy. Like you don't take your girl near him. Yeah. Do one of the like steal your girl 
without trying. Mm. Wink, gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he was really cool. And uh, hopefully I get to go and ride with him a bit because he said, yeah, come down, ride with the boys. Because some of the other guys I rode with on the other one who are really creative fellows, a guy called Tommy, uh, beautiful image creators. Uh, he knows those guys and they go out riding together. So oh, I was sick. Like, oh, sick, okay. But they're all the way obviously down towards... Uh, Essex Chelsea, or... Essex, Chelsea, all that oh, way, right. yeah, yeah. So um, it's a bit of a trek, so I have to plan it, but that's a hope. So yeah, I met some really cool people on it. I met um, there's a girl called Steph. I think it's Bolan, Steph Bolan, and she's basically just this rad chick who's tattooed from head to toe and just flat tracks back bikes, like you know the one where there's no brakes and they slide them around a circular course that, yeah. at about eighty to ninety miles an hour. She does all yeah, that like, stuff. Yeah, literally like that. Yeah, she's mad. Sideways. But she's lovely. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, loads of really cool people. You know, I love the couple from Brighton. Um, and that's terrible because I'm dreadful with names. On Instagram, she's called The Great Wave. Yeah, yeah The Great Wave. Mad. I mean, she's tattooed from her neck all the way down. Really beautiful tattoos. And she's with her fellow Josh, who's also really like tattooed up, classic kind of um, inner city tattoo look. All those old school ones with the short cropped hair, oh. kind of all that look. And uh, he's a barber. Mm. And they're down in Brighton. So also going to hopefully go and do some rides with them too. And this is what I mean about the biking community. This is what it's about. You meet people for a day and you're like, dude, would you like to go and ride to Narnia? And they're like, hell yeah. Just yeah, send me on It's weird. Like you'd, never meet, you'd never do that with cars, would you? No. It, well, maybe you do if you're in those groups, like the serious groups. But I don't know. But with bikes, it's literally like met you for a day. You ride a motorbike. You now, yes, come to my house and stay and let's ride. Yeah. It's that kind of, that's what I love about it. It's like, it's a real community thing. Mm, and yeah. it is like even if you're pulled over on the side of the road, just chilling out, as bikers go past, they'll give you like an okay symbol. Like, are you all right? And you're mm. like, yeah, yeah, we're all good. And they'll keep going. If you're not, they'll stop. Mm. They'll turn around and come help you. It's a it's great good community. It's great. It really is. And like, I got to do the hospital run the other year, the like hospice thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and it was at Christmas. Yeah. And you all dress up, obviously, in crazy Christmas stuff, ride your motorbikes in a huge hundreds and hundreds. I think there was nearly a might have been like near to a thousand bikes that do this thing. Sure. And you go from Shrewsbury all the way through and down to the hospital in Telford in this big, huge, they shut all the motorways for it and everything for you. Like they have like guide riders that go ahead, block all the roads off as you all go through. And then you take and you drop all the presents off at the hospital for the kids that are having to spend Christmas in hospital. Wow. Yeah, it's a really nice thing. That's awesome. Yeah. I thought you got to give the kids the present. All right. So I was a little gutted because I bought... Check this out. So I, I assume a lot of people just take little things. I was like, I'm going to find a kid who deserves something awesome. Mm -hmm. And in my head, it was going to be this real little moment in mm -hmm. my life that I was going to be able to cherish. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw a little kid's eyes. Like, so I bought a, a Iron Man Nerf glove. Mm -hmm. So it fired Iron Man stuff, but in Nerf form out yeah. of the glove. I'll see. I bought a remote control helicopter. Yeah. And then I bought these for in case they were like proper kitty kids there. These like um, snap on your wrist little teddy bear things that all made noises and lit up and stuff. Apparently they were really popular. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna got those those. And I was like, I'm gonna find a kid that deserves these. Yeah. The one that looks like. And then no, you just when you got there, you trying to put them all in these huge trolley crate things that they came out and greeted you with, mm. and all did a photo, and then they took them into the hospital and randomly right. gave them to kids. Okay. And I was like, no. Yeah. If an asshole kid gets my awesome gifts, the world will be out of balance. This needs a good kid karma. Yeah. 
good kick. I just, and I really, I thought we were going to get to do that. And then in my head, you're like, really, dickhead? You thought they were going to let, I don't know, near a thousand bikers wander through a hospital with children who might have diseases where their immune system's compromised? Yeah. You dodo. Yeah. Yeah, in, in hindsight, probably not. I also didn't realize how point. many people were going to be on it. Yeah. yeah. It makes the papers and everything every year. But what a nice thing still to be involved with. And uh, people do go crazy for it. Like, there were bikes that were decorated like a Christmas tree. Yeah. One that had a giant light of Rudolph nose on the end of what? it. With antlers all over the front. Yeah, madness. That's hilarious. Like, they dressed them up to look like sleighs and stuff. It was crazy. Yeah. Really good. So I just love the community spirit of it. And if you're... And like I said, every time you have these people who are like, oh, no, they're dangerous. <laughs> Which is what I hear when you start talking. Motorbikes are, I get to about the D, they go, motorbikes are so dirt. And then all I hear is, I pay no attention to car statistics. Shut up. Right? Stop paying attention to 18 year olds that have jumped on R6s and plowed themselves into walls. I think it's like, um, I think like the logical side of things is there is no protection on a bike compared to on a car but then obviously a bike is far more maneuverable you're able to avoid stuff way easier you pay more attention when you're riding a motorbike when you're in a car you're a fucking zombie mm -hmm. like how many times in a car on a single journey every day do you go whoop mm -hmm. at least once most people on a daily journey will go whoop and mm -hmm. it's a moment where they completely let their brain go to sleep or they've looked down and forgot they're fucking driving a two-ton vehicle yeah and it's like wandering off the road I'm sure I saw something that was like basically that the best thing that they could do to make um, cars safer is for a big fucking spike in the middle of the steering wheel because then people would actually drive <laughs> like with with intent to stay fucking alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah because that's it. Yeah, you couldn't brake hard. Yeah, you've got all these all these safety features that are in, and rightly so. Obviously, they need need these safety features. Yeah, um, but then there's an element of complacency that comes with that because... An element? Dude, I've watched people... There was a newspaper report when I lived up north in Clitheroe of a Tesco driver who drove his delivery van into a dried-up riverbed because the computer said go. Literally got it stuck in a narrow riverbed. He kept driving down until the vehicle... He wasn't even on a road. He was on a dried-up riverbed. <laughs> he kept driving it down it until the vehicle got wedged between the banks. Like, because this this is what's happening to drivers. We're getting lazy and stupider because the computer says, go left now. People don't know how to get anywhere anymore. Yeah. Like, it's just, the, every time I go and drive in, I do not drive a lot. And when I'm in the car, I drive to the gym or I'm going to Sainsbury's or I'm going on a journey to man, like a purposeful journey somewhere yeah, for work. Yeah, you going out for a drive for the sake of And not just, yeah, piddly paddly around. And every single time. Every single time someone does something that if I didn't react to it would have caused an accident. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I don't know, I don't, is it just me? But after lockdown, no one can fucking drive. Oh my God. The driving seems to be way worse. I don't know, mate. I just... It seemed like... Fucking cages. I used to drive a lot. I was doing like probably 50... Yeah, around about 50,000 miles a year. For yeah, quite, God, that's a lot of miles. Quite dude. a long time. And most of that's motorway driving. But yeah... Like recently, the last like six months, drivers have got fucking bad. They need to start really clamping down on dicks being on their phones. Mm. You can literally see the moment someone picks up a phone in the car, the car suddenly will sway mm. left or right and start going off track. You know, immediately they're on the fucking phone. Mm. And if I'm on my bike and I see that happen and I come past your car and you're on your phone, you are getting a scare. 
because mm. I will pull up beside you and rev bomb you mm. and then give you the finger and take to put your fucking phone down. Because yeah. you, you asshole, have a biker behind you whose life you're now risking. Mm. Because if you do some dumb shit that makes you have to slam your brakes on because you're too busy looking at your phone instead of the corner coming up, I wonder if, a problem. I wonder if um, like a passenger was able to get a photo of somebody doing that, whether that would be enough to persecute the person doing it. What, the person in the car with the person doing it? No, so, 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 no. <laughs> so like, you, me and you were in a car. Yeah. I was driving. You, We saw somebody in front swerving all over the place, and then you got a photo of them on their phone while they were driving. Yeah, because you're the passenger. You can be on your phone. Yes. Yeah. And then would that be enough to persecute? Don't know. Cause if, Maybe cause a it, video. Well, yeah, a, yeah, a video. Well, what, whatever. Because um, surely that would then incentivize it. Because it is, it's super fucking it, dangerous. It's, um, them, they piss me the fuck off. And I will even, even just like doing my sat-nav on my phone, because obviously I use Waze and stuff like that. Yes. Um, even then, I reluctantly, even like... Waze has got it better, hasn't it, recently? Google bought it, didn't they? Google Maps bought oh, it. Oh, right. Out. I was going to say, because they've, they've had some updates to it like yeah. over the last few months. Because I, I used to hate it, and I've started using it again now, and it's like, oh, it's actually really fucking good. Mm. Dude, these cigars are lovely, and I bet these are. I bet proper cigars are like, ew, no. yeah, probably. Okay, I don't, Wait, I don't have any. What's the word? Um, when it comes to like drinking music and cigars and things like that, I don't have any preconceptions of what I should like. Yeah, I like what I like. Yeah, and I it, like it until I don't anymore. Yeah, it's not like somebody says, "Oh, this is a really good one. You yeah. should love this," and yeah. then so you kind of going in there with that bit of a. That bias. Yeah. Or I was going to say, anyway. Oh, that's a wow, good that was a good one. If you if you could do that, they should incentivize it by, because obviously people get fined, because uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Win some cash for dobbing yeah. people in. Yeah, yeah. If, they can, if they catch people breaking the law. I, I would do it if I got points taken off my license <laughs> for putting other people in it. But I'm just saying, like, uh, you know. No, they the, should. The police can only do so much, and there are yeah. certain things which are blatantly dangerous, and we see it happen all the yeah. time. Problem with that is you would get assholes targeting certain people. Like I know such and such is always on their phone. Let's mm-hmm. fucking just wait till they get in the car, follow them, and catch them, and they'll drive them until they catch them doing it. See, yeah. and it's as well. What what level is being on your phone? Is it would it be because we have sat navs on our phone and stuff like that? I, don't know. I think How in would you, theory you know, you're not meant to touch your. You're not meant to touch it, are you? It's yeah. supposed to be on a stand. Mm. I think if it's on on a mounted thing, you can hit a button like you would hit a console button. But you're not allowed to be manually handling it. Mm-hmm. Where do you draw the line, really? It's hard to say, isn't it? Because, like, mm. is adjusting your radio just as you know, f- in terms of tactile, like your hands are off, your hands are off doing something else? It's probably just as bad. But you're well, allowed to do that. Are you still allowed to smoke and drive? Because if you are, that is the dummiest, dumb, dumb thing ever. Because I know they removed cigarette I was lighters say, I, from cars. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, how integrated into society was that? The fact that Huge, every it? car had a fag lighter and an ashtray yeah. built in. Here's every something in the, in the two-ton speedy thing you're driving that burns at, I don't know, 200 degrees Celsius that you can wave around willy-nilly and the car will itself heat up for you. Yeah. Like, it's madness. Yeah. And I've seen people getting done for like, Eating Watsits while driving, mm. yet you can smoke while driving. This thing that burns at what what temperature does a cigarette burn at? It's got to be Hot. over a hundred odd degrees, isn't it? I have no fucking clue. Imagine, I bet you can't drive a car around waving a lit like torch. 
but that's not allowed. There's an indicator, you're just yeah. there holding out. Yeah, <laughs> just burning matches. Like, yeah. But you can't do that. I have no idea. Uh, I, Loopholes. I would have... I would have thought it's still legal to smoke. It's got to be. It's got to be, hasn't it? What, legal, legal to smoke? Yeah. I, yeah, I see it all the time. And I know somebody and... that got fined by the police because their kid threw a what's it out the back window of the car. So if you're still allowed to smoke and drive, that's retarded. Well, I suppose that was littering, wasn't it? But then, like, Not allowed to say that anymore, yeah. What? Retarded. God knows. Do you reckon any actual retarded people give a shit about people saying retarded when they're not pointing at them and shouting retarded? The thing is, like... It's the same with any kind of thing that becomes derogatory. They'll change it to another meaning, which will then become derogatory, and then they'll have to change it again. Like, people... You know what it is? They change it to something. So, like, when we use retarded, we don't use it in the terms of, look at that one over there. We're not saying that. Mm. We use it to describe a situation more than anything. Yeah. Like, if you were to say something like the what's it thing, like, you can't eat what's it while driving, but you can smoke eight cigarettes. Mm. That's retarded. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about a person or a thing. We're talking about a situation. Yeah. And most things that are technically derogatory are used not towards a human. And what they do is they change it to something that is too long to use to describe a situation. So they change retarded to mentally deficient. Mm. No one's saying that to just describe a situation. So I don't think that does apply. I don't think it does turn from one to the Because you're not going to go, you're going to smoke cigarettes, but you want That's mentally deficient. Yeah, but then there'll be some kids at school that will start saying, oh, you're mentally deficient. <laughs> because that's what happens. That would be I, a really I, clever I, sounding insult. Yeah, I imagine you, that's sir, it. I'm mentally deficient. All, all insults just start at <laughs> fucking school, don't they? That, and then it just filters up. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> My brain... <laughs> Oh, I just sucked smoke everywhere into my everything. Oh, my brain immediately brought up a picture in my mind of a kid with a monocle and braces. And he was just going, well, he was there. Bent, like, winging his braces in and out. And sat kind of with his, his foot kind of just tapping, going, well, you sir, mentally deficient. <laughs> that full image ran through my head in the same moment I sucked in the cigar to then laugh Nearly at done. the same time and I honestly I've got such a head high now it's ridiculous <laughs> I feel like I've just had a big hit of weed or something odd dude I'm spinning really literally spinning I think I sucked that straight onto my brain <laughs> wow oh that's why you do not inhale a cigar oh wow everything is very bright it is bright in here anyway, but is it even more bright? Wow. That knocked me sideways. <laughs> I think it's because I inhaled it and then breathed it out, then inhaled it and then breathed it out and inhaled yeah, it. Yeah, you were trying to breathe, hot, but it was like... I hotboxed my own face. Yeah, you did. It was all just gathered around <laughs> Wasn't it? It just sat around my head. Yeah. That was so weird. Oh, wow. Are we on question time? Yeah, we're going to have to be. If I can read it still. Ooh, right, we're at six minutes, seven minutes coming up now. So is that right? Yeah, we're bang on. Look at that. Spanking. That's literally on time. So we've got until 30 minutes. We have 20 minutes. But we did put the questions up exceedingly late today, guys. Sorry. Sometimes when we put them in late, we get quite a lot, though. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Some we did decide Friday's where we rip- crap night for... Yeah, because most people are... We always get the questions tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or if we do it really early in the morning or do it quite late. Then it's good. Yeah, yeah. early in the morning is a good one. Mm. Oh, dude, I'm still wahoozy. Really? I feel like I've had, you know, when you, you've had, you have a, you've had a shot and then you have a drink and you, then the shot hits you while you're mid drink. Yeah. Like, oh no, I've gone I've over. I've had too much. I've gone over. Uh-oh, I've gone over. 
Yeah, I like that little. Wow, it's still going. Village cigars don't inhale them. <laughs> but at least we know they're packed out properly. Yeah. Okay, here we go then. Let's see if we've got any questions. Do diddly do 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 do. Do you ever leave your Instagram on like a really awkward photo when you shut it down? Like a, that if you open, you had it in public, and then you and you forget that, and then you open it back up, and you're like, oh, that'd be embarrassing. <laughs> I did that the other day. Yeah. I was in front of a lot of like quite professional people, and I opened up my Instagram, and there's just like a picture of something really inappropriate not like crazy inappropriate but just enough to be like oh we know what you look at mm. <laughs> like, like that's what just popped up on my ah did you see what i mean yeah. it's not inappropriate but immediately they're like oh yeah, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is oh. that how you see that is it i'm judging you right now yeah they're just purely judging me i'm like well mm. judge away it's completely it's true yeah 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 it really is <laughs> <laughs> oh dear right here we go I go through stages of sounding like, uh, sometimes like my nan. Like, oh, crikey, oh dear. <laughs> I sound like Mrs. Doubtfire. That's who I sound like sometimes. And if I had a Scottish accent, I would Doubtfire it most of the days. Mm. Let's have a look. What did I put up today? Gym stuff and then this. Oh, we have to have some questions. Oh, 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 we've got a few. And of course, we've got the old waiting in the wings, Mr. Craig, with his standard six questions. Good we can always rely on you, boy. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Hello, a big kiss from France. I love your energy. Oh, thank you, Sandrine. I appreciate that. Not a question, but we still appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks very much. What's the one thing you can't resist when offered? A friendly bribe. Oh, hang on. I think there's two questions here. Let's do the first bit. What's the one thing you can't resist when offered? Oh. Terry's chocolate orange. You... That is a good shout. Yeah, I literally would not ever say no. Oh, fuck. Um, I think if somebody offered me a pork scratching, I wouldn't be able pork to Pork scratching? Yeah, I don't know why. Wow. I'm just trying to think of all That's the things. the thing that like, jumped to the forefront Yeah, of your I was brain. just like, I can turn most of these things down, but <laughs> if, if I saw a pork scratching, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh. If it was a good looking one. Yeah? Yeah. Pork freaking scratching yeah i know most people like a fucking vile no i like them mm. i'm a fan yeah it's you know you a... get the protein ones did you see those no protein pork scratchings they're super high protein Bruh. anyway aren't they though but so good yeah when you when it's you like less shit in it than when sugar. you can tell yourself it's okay yeah yeah this is healthy yeah. this is healthy yeah. why is it repeating on me two days later <laughs> other part of this was um so you're going with pork scratching and yeah with terry's chocolate orange very different. Also, has everybody had the Terry's honeycomb chocolate orange at Christmas? You talked about this the other day. I haven't. Bruh. I'm going to get some for Christmas. Oh, I'm going to get you all the Terry's chocolate oranges for Christmas. Oh, cheers. A friendly bribe that gets you to do just about anything. That's a good one. A friendly bribe that will get you to do back scratches or massage. With happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> Depends who's offering it, but yeah, one of those two. Oh. I'm pretty much. I'm pretty sure I was a dog in a previous life because I honestly lie down, scratch my back, hours, never get fed up, mm-hmm. never gets too much. I, I think it's I don't know, yeah, dog previous life. Massage is definitely up there mm. just because great. Do you know what is really nice? That I never thought I'd like what foot massage. I don't think I've ever had Exceedingly one. relaxing. Yeah. I yeah. don't I think I'd be too ticklish for that. No, you'd think that too, because I've got really tickly feet. Nope. Mm. Oh, really? 
Yeah, especially because your feet are normally quite messed up. Mm. So the moment they massage them, there's yeah. no tickle because it's like, ooh. Oh, yeah. Like relieving. Oh, okay. Yeah. So imagine a tight back when someone gets in there and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. That's a good bit. It's like that all over your feet usually. I'm still not going to say that because I don't think I'd want anyone to... So you're just going massage too? Yeah, just a, a good like upper back like trap massage. If you want us to do anything for you, just rock up with some oil and a, and a positive attitude. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you both have baby faces under those beards? Yeah, 100%. Go and look at the, the video where I shaved my beard off. You do, definitely. Bruh. I don't know about me. I, I had to leave a little bit of stubble just to protect the world from the 15-year-old <laughs> that was underneath. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. What about... Like, I wouldn't say I've got a baby face. No, but you don't have like a man's... I, have, like, I don't have a man face. ...warning face. You no, know no. I mean? Yeah. It's still a youthfully... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's baby face, though. No, I don't think... Would you think mine's baby face? Mm, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Do you think... It's quite soft, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, excuse me. That was the lighter falling down. Would you rather... <laughs> here we go. Uh, would you rather fart every time you orgasm or piss yourself every time you laughed? This is, is probably a, a genuine concern is, is, for some people. Fart every time you orgasm or piss yourself. I can't piss myself every time I laugh unless I walked around in an adult nappy mm. yeah, to cover you, that. Yeah, you, you could adult nappy it, but then... Dude, someone's going to find out about the adult nappy. Yeah. I think fart, fart when you orgasm. orgasm. Because you could mask it. You could be like, Whoa! Whoa! Spread your <laughs> ass cheeks. So it just goes, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just going to get a windy one. Yeah. yeah just every time. How come every time you come, you spread your ass cheeks? You're just like, don't, you don't need to ask. Every time you orgasm, a ghost seems to come into the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You said we're both going with party orgasms. Um, any plans for a new merch line? Now, if it's crewcast, yeah, I think we're going to have some of the fun. Like, we're going to have to. Yes. We're going to have to some of the funny lines. That'd be a good, good question to ask at some point as well. Just like what kind of? Yeah, give us some. Yeah, uh, hit us up. Let us know what do you think would be good. Like we do, like what's a cheeky the, pop, a cheeky thing. pop. Yeah, that's definitely. I like a cheeky pop thing. Or something like that. Yeah. Cheeky pop. But done in a really cool way. Yeah. So, like, it would say it, but you would have to read it to see it. Mm. and Because it, it would be in a cool fashion. Yes. that we'd do. we'd do it in almost a cool-looking logo, but then you'd read it and you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. We could just get some, like, standard, like, crew cast stuff with the logo and maybe, like, mess around with it. Still make it look cool. Yeah, yeah. But just doesn't have to be a, a catchphrase or any kind of shit like that. Yeah. It's weird how stuff like that happens, isn't it? Like, it just, it's like the same with friends, isn't it? You just slowly like develop these weird little in-jokes. Yeah. And then they just become, become regular. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely do it in some kind of rocky, distressed way. Mm. So it'd look cool. And then people would read it and be like, what the hell does that mean? And they'd be like, well. Yeah. Yeah, because it'd be good. There's no way of making anything shit quality. Nothing's going on a Fruit of the Loom bog, bog standard piece of shit. Nah. It's all getting custom done. Um and uh, my clothing line. Listen, I've, I've honestly, I've I've been a bit lax with it. It's been my bad. Uh, just been so much going on, so busy getting everything kind of redone and resorted. Signing with new people, and uh, I've got some new. I am signing with a supplement company coming in, so it's gonna be some. Cool. When can you announce that? I'm gonna I think I'm gonna try and do a giveaway for it as well, across the board. So mm. I think I'll try and do a crew cast, one with that. It will become active first of September. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually finalised the contracts today. They've sent me the one to sign. Yep. So, I can get you some shit, man. Yeah. I'm your hookup. 
Uh, Lex's accent reminds me of the guy from Short Circuit 2. I don't know which one do you mean? Because the only guy I remember from Short Circuit 2 as well, it's very specific. I've never heard of Short that, Circuit. What? Johnny Five's still alive? Short Circuit? Oh my God. Would you not be watching after this with the pizza? What is it? Short Circuit. What? It's about a robot that's designed for the army that becomes sentient. Johnny Five is alive. What? I don't think I've seen it. It's incredible. How old is it? Oh, it's like E.T. era. Oh, right. Okay. No. Wow. You're going to love it. No, I've never heard of it. There's a brilliant line in it where the... I won't ruin it, but like things go a little bit awry and there's two guys alongside it. One of them's the computer analyst guy and the other guy's part of the army's uh, like weaponizing team. They, like He was one of the men within the team that deals with the, the weaponizing, but then also realizes that the robot's sentient is trying to kind of protect it from what he knows the guy's trying to get it. Yeah. And then the other guy's the guy who designed like the computer programs and things for it. And he's in, he's in, he's, I think it's a guy playing an Indian guy who's not actually Indian because in those times you could get away with that. Mm. And he got, and the guy got, and something happens like Johnny Five buggers off somewhere like, oh, oh, he's going a bit mad. And they're like, what are you going to do now? And they're in this lorry and he goes, I don't know about you, but I'm going to get out and run away. <laughs> and for, ever since we were a child, that line has just stuck with me. I thought it was fucking hilarious because I just thought it's so funny that he just spoke out loud exactly what he was thinking. I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm going to get out and run away. <laughs> That's a fucking killer. Short Circuit 2. And the guy from that, so I don't know. I hope that it's the guy that says, I don't know about you, but I'm going to think it because that's, that's the dude I remember. Great movie. If you haven't seen Short Circuit or Short Circuit 2, there's your weekend for you people. When it gets to that Friday night or whatever it is and you think, what should I watch? Short freaking Circuit. You're welcome. Feel good, awesome-esque movie. What are we on? Oh, we got a while. 30 minutes. Uh, here we go. Uh, oh, that's Brett versus Godzilla. It says that. See, Brett's watched it. He's watched it so in depthly that he knows he's he come up with the sequel. All of them, yeah. And actually, Short Circuit, one of the rare things where the sequel is pretty much as good as the original. Mm -hmm. There's very few that are like that. Yeah, because obviously, in the first movies of anything, you're you're building up to the character. That's mm -hmm. like half the freaking movie, isn't it? Yeah. So in the second one, you've already got all that premise. So they've got some shit to fill. Yeah. That's why most of them suck. Mm. Which is why things like that are arguably better, Terminator 2 and Aliens, the the whole premise was was changed. It was yeah. flipped on its head a little bit. Yeah. They weren't just trying to you go had to at have it again. Introduction. Yeah. 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 Which is why those those specifically work so well. And I think they're probably some of the ones that are considered to be better sequels. Mm. Yeah, T two is. Mm. I don't know if it's better, but it's definitely a different movie altogether. Yeah. Yeah. That like changes the genre. So it changed the genre. Aliens and Alien. Yeah. They fucked up, though, with that one on in the goddamn weaponless penitentiary with all the paedophiles and rapists and everything. Yeah. That was um, shit. Alien. It's that, just that alien. That was a dog reason. alien. The dog hybrid. Yeah. I like them all. That that was probably the worst one, but I still... Well, it pissed me because they killed off... Um, Newt. Newt. Yeah. yeah. Just for no fucking reason. Just like, yeah, she's dead now. Yeah. What's well, so we went through all that other movie? I felt And you that. just kill her off? Yeah. Come on, people. Yeah, I felt that. She, she could have she stayed in. I in the comic was... book, she doesn't die, does she? I think I Newt, Newt lives on. Because doesn't she grow up and everything in the comics? I'm sure she I does. Know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, carry on. I love the BCB food ideas. 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So, we, we once a week we post out some food stuff. Um, okay. We started it during lockdown just because we were thinking like more ways to try and help people because we were yeah. trying to do like home workout stuff and we were like give people some good food because like that's something that they then now people had more time during lockdown especially try new meals, cook new different stuff. So yeah, yeah and we've kind of carried it on. Well, they said, can I order one next time I come to eat while I train? Unfortunately, <laughs> there's not, a new yeah. market for your little food thing do you know what there's a gym it's called um it's sf uh training facility mm. in bristol and i've been down there you, yeah uh, it's a sick little gym it's bit it's more of a stark fitness yeah stark fitness yeah uh but it's more of a pt gym yes. where they come in and do specialized training for specialized purposes with you mm. so you got you know if you're doing some specific sport they dedicate a certain program to you and it's there's actually not tons of like bodybuilding equipment or anything not that as in like machines there's none of that yeah it's all free weight stuff or very specialized uh movement based yeah. things and they have when you go in this one little area where you can get like bagels and food and coffee mm-hmm. and there's a little just seating area around that it's sick yeah every time i go i get something nice and it's a great thing you can just and they have seats outside a little bit as well so oh. people just hang out yeah and sit i'm pretty sure you could do that at yours because the pub next door has seats outside yeah so it's precedent hmm Imagine if you could get like just a cool like a sandwich, yeah. like, like a bloke sandwich, toasted and stuff. Mm. I could do really well. We have had people mention it. It's just logistically pulling it off, I suppose. Yeah. But I'm sure it would be possible. Yeah, There's something that, something to think of. World has turned like Mad Max. What's your outfit choice, and <laughs> and how are you kitting out, and how are you kitting your vehicle out? Well, I'm going with, and it, we're assuming the world's on its head, so shit's limited. So I'm going with motocross armor, un, like under like leather. Everything's leather because just it's fucking rugged. Either leather or shit like these car yeah. carha pants, like the carpenter pants and all yeah. that. Stuff that's going to really be tough and hard to rip and shit. Yeah. I'd go for my my uh, black ladder work trousers, the yeah. ones that everyone seemed to like. Yeah, that's why I bought all these. All pockets, you, like plenty of places for multiple knives. Yeah. Um, yeah. Padding, all kinds of things. Yep. Um, just in, a lot of work gear is very hardy anyway. Um, I don't know. I think like a leather jacket, definitely a motorbike yeah. leather jacket. So again, padding, bit of armor. Motorbiking gloves, but, but the summer more summer esque versions. So you're mm. still nimble, but you got all that um, like Kevlar armor built into them and the knuckle protection. So you're hitting people. They're basically mm. like wearing a pair of dusters. Mm. So that's pretty good. You could maybe go BMX on those on motocross gloves. Yeah, because yeah. I think I don't actually. I don't think motocross gloves have the knuckle armor. But BMX ones do, don't they? So that. Um, what vehicle would you if you if you could only pick one vehicle to? An outfit. I would go with a good pair of like these logger boot style things or something. Yeah. Good yeah. pair of solid workman boots that mm. are comfortable. Yeah. Designed for long hike, like hiking miles. You know, working on your feet all day. Yeah. yeah. Steel toes as well. 100% yeah. Steel toes. Yeah. There's some good work boots. Protection. Out there. Kicking heads in. Yeah, cool. Right. And then vehicle. What vehicle how would you, you pick? It out? Well, do you go slow and heavily armoured or do you go fast? See, I, I'd go for... You've got to go for something repairable. I'd go for... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, you see, because think route. if you've got turbos and shit involved, they're blowing out, you're going fucking nowhere. Mm. You're getting... Because you've got people... Remember, it's Mad Max World, so people are trying to steal your gasoline. They want the gasoline. Yeah. And they're trying to take you out. It's it's lawless. So you've got to be able to escape because if they stop you, you're getting ragged out your car, chopped up, mauled. After, after being chopped up. Yeah. 
They're going to gum you. So, do, I don't know. What do we get to pick? Is this, Do we just get a choice? All right, let's just simplify it. In just, if you don't have to, if you just could pick anything, and in theory, so you're I a mechanic I'm that going, can look I'm, after your I'm vehicle. I'm going to go for a Toyota Hilux. I'm going for a Toyota Hilux, and I'm just and I'm I'm armoring it up as much as I am capable of doing with a welding torch and mm-hmm. sheet metal and shit. Yeah, I yeah, I think uh, pickup truck or something like that. I'd probably go for a Defender, Land Rover Defender. Ooh, Ooh. I think because uh, there's a a um, yeah. Do I? What about your gearbox issues? You've got your axle issues that they sound suspensions are constantly going on those fuckers unless you get the one that's already had all of that yeah um, so the, the everything's swapped and done could, then i'm just going stupid i could i could keep pushing this no i think um you gotta go standard that you you're okay if we're going box standard then it'd be too tempting to get if you've got answers for this at home as well, mm-hmm. comment section of the YouTube channel, please. This would be hilarious. I fucking love choices. my Mercedes Sprinter, long wheelbase Sprinter. Not necessarily Sprinter. It's not necessarily the most practical. In what terms if I ram you off the road? How are you how are you dealing with that? You could look ramming me off the getting road. Getting rammed. Yeah. You're, you're loading it up because if you're not loaded up, you are yeah. light, oh, oh, yeah. lightweight, oh, bro. Oh yeah, I know. I'd still have. I'd have the would be a purpose because I'd have a fucking house in the back. Basically, you'd be living in it. There'd be plenty of storage. Yeah, okay. because. I, like, I always thought, if there was a zombie outbreak, obviously these are the things you think when you're on the road. I'd be like, I'll just get in the, come back to a zombie outbreak? i just get in the back of my van. Yeah. It's like, I'm literally in a steel <laughs> box. Like, nothing's getting through that. It, like, obviously, a person could with a grinder. Yeah. But no, zombie outbreak. Yeah, it. you sorted. So I've got a Hilux and a van. Between us, we're doing all right. Yeah. We're covered in leather and armor, and we've got a van and a Hilux. Yeah. And, like, sprinters are pretty quick. If you think you can take us on, good luck. Come yeah. at us. Yeah. I could put that sprinter sideways around an island as well. <laughs> we, we there's no choice of weapons, so we're not going to go into weapons because it's a whole other thing. Maybe yeah, in say. the UK it's shot anyway. Um, if you had to have one body part turn into that of an animal, what 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 part would it be? No horse dong though. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! How did he know? One part turn into an animal. Okay, and, and I'm assuming we're not into going that. To... So it turns one part turn into that of an animal. So you don't get like a squirrel arm it's got a part of an animal and you're swapping it out and it so, can't be your dick I, I'm assuming it can't be a horse dick I guess you could go what? turtle dick if you wanted but I don't know what the point would be <laughs> turtle dick <laughs> hmm so I'm assuming you're not going to be judged as a freak by everybody if this is just a thing no no yeah you, you get to choose it realistically I just I think having a monkey tail oh are you I'm going I was going ape arm I would go monkey tail because then you've got an extra appendage Oh, clever. Because mm. it's basically... It's but just the does the rest spine. of your body work on that balance? Either way, you Hang can on, just... Hang on, monkey are you going for? What monkey? Like a spider what, monkey? What's, yeah, what's the ones that can hold on like, Sp- by their tail? Spider tire? monkey, isn't it? I, I don't know. But yeah, that'd they don't be... all have them, do no, no. that don't have them. No, yeah, I'd go for a monkey tail. Monkey like, I don't tail. know, whatever the one is that can hold on literally by it's just its tail. So then you can be passing shit to yourself. You, you've got an extra pair of hands, but without a hand on the end of it. Be really useful. Grabbing stuff, scratching your back. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Just be able to hold something behind you, like yeah, with a tail. Yeah. How useful would that be? So you've gone that. I, I've gone. I've already committed. I went to the, the ape arm because super strong and mm. I'll be able to swing on stuff. Yeah, that's cool. pretty good. Uh, what's the first major news event you remember as a child? Oh. 
Jeez, I don't remember the major news event from last week. Mm. Remember nine eleven? I remember that, but we weren't really children. Oh, I was at school. Yeah, but a child. I think that means like pre ten years old. Drought. News event as a child. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I remember the Happy Eater slide in Burnley, which was a giant bear with a slide that came out of his tummy. Got blown onto the roundabout by a, a freak storm. What? That's jumped straight to my mind. Well, um, I suppose, <laughs> like, uh, I remember seeing lots of stuff about the Millennium Dome, and I was like, because I was eight. What the was crap? Uh, this was like in the build-up to it, and yeah, I just remember. I remember hearing a lot about that as a kid and being okay. fascinated with it. How really wanted to go. Right <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Uh, how's Mr. Lewis finding this week and did following some of his own advice help? Well, we've covered that, so yeah. that's all good. Uh, what adverts from your childhood do you remember the most? Um, that's a good one. Belly's going to get you. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that whole giant running belly. I, uh, adverts. I always remember that one with the little girls going, Daddy or Chips. Daddy oh yeah, chips. that was McCain's McCain, oven chips. Yeah, Daddy yeah. chips. Daddy that was chips. a good one. Yeah, what was another one? Um, oh, you... I know one. Uh, it was uh, Umbongo, Umbongo, oh, Diddy Diddy yeah. Congo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's super racist. Yeah. Um, the the golden nuggets ones. I remember the golden nugget with what for the cereal. Yes, yeah. with the 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 gold miner and the donkey. Yeah, yeah, I remember a lot of those. Yeah, that's a good ones. Yeah. Uh, I watched a little bit of Back of Mice from Mars the other day. I've not seen that. What? I've heard of it, I've not seen it. What did you watch before you went to school, man? SpongeBob. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, how long have we got? Oh, quick fire blaster. Uh, let's just pick one at random. Would you rather your knees or elbows bent? Would you rather your knees or your elbows bent the other way? Um, elbows. elbows. Yeah. yeah, elbows. Okay, we've got 30 seconds to say. Thank you all for listening once again. Remember, competition, Pirates Grog, Monday. When you listen to this, it'll be up on my Instagram. It'll be up on Pirates Grog Instagram. Follow the instructions. Remember, you can opt to have some extra additions there by following BCB, subscribing to the YouTube channel. We will be checking when you're subscribed, but you do also need to be definitely following myself and Pirates Grog along with this. And you need to have commented on the Instagram posts that are up there and follow the instructions. Make your own energy. Have a great week. Thank you all for tuning in. Toodle pip. Toodle pip.